0: Like me, In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to NRL Fantasy Analysis. In this one, we're going to be going through the round five team list. Bunch of big ins this week. Also a good chance for a bunch of people that have traded a lot to actually hold steady and and save a few trades. So obviously a couple of different options and and we'll go through those in in this video. But to start us off we're going to be going through the Bunnies and the Broncos. And and not too much to talk about on the Bunny side apart from the fact that Cody Walker is out for this week being suspended. And Benji Marshall moved into six so not really fantasy relevant there. Our big one is is for Collum Matangi owners. So he's been suspended as well, and Jacob Host comes in and takes that number eleven role. For people that were stressing about Cam Murray, he did have a head injury last week, so please don't stress. Right, there's a good chance he's going to get back to that seventy-ish minutes that he was playing before. Especially with the bench they're looking at. They got Dean Hawkins. You know, Nichols will play smaller minutes along with along with Mago and then and then Arrow with these normal minutes there. Host also might not play the full 80, so that's something to think about as well. But please don't rage trade. Murray, as if you do, he's going to go well this week, and a lot of people are going to be targeting him over the next few weeks, so something to think about. On the Broncos side, Richie Kenner comes in for Farnworth. He's out for one week, and, and that's a bit of a shoulder issue, but he should be okay. Tessie News in there as well, and and just be aware that he might have a little bit of a tough time against Dane Gagai, but Tessie is also scoring well with you know 30 as, as being his base, so... Trying to stress too much about that. Tom Dearden's in the seven role again, uh, with Croft on the bench. So I think uh, still really good for, for Turpin owners. You know Lodge had a little bit of an off game, so you could probably give him another week. But other than that, I'd say I'd suggest he's he's almost ready to be traded if you are if you did keep him this far. Payne Haas, I think you have a, you can still wait a couple of weeks before bringing him in. He's gonna he's gonna drop some more cash, uh, and, and then you'll be able to pick him up. Then Jordan Ricky's been great. You can have him as a as a starter in your squad. Uh, and then Tavita Pengai Junior moves into the thirteen role with, with Carrigan being out this week. So, wasn't actually sure what happened to Kerrigan. I no, he, he was suspended as well, so he would just be out be out for the week there, and hopefully a good score for any of the Tavita Pengai Junior owners. So there you go, guys. That's that game. If you're enjoying these videos, please hit like, hit subscribe. I really appreciate that. All right, Warriors. Seagulls on our Warriors side. Small change. We've got um we've got Toe Harris moving into the front row. With Bunty R4 out after a good week. This brings Jack Murchie into the starting side. But again, it's only going to be a, a one to two week thing. At most, Jazz Tavanga into the 13 role. So it hasn't really mattered. Tohu's been playing in, in the edge and then rotating into into the middle. And with Tohu playing prop, what I'll say is he definitely plays this role anyway. He he runs the ball a lot of meters like, like a prop would. And, and tackles hard. So it's going to be the same in the front row. And... I doubt that his position. Uh, I doubt that his role changes. You know, Tavanga runs the ball a fair bit too, so both of them can play that you know front rower, middle middle forward rotation. And I'd expect Tohu to play big minutes as per normal. So I wouldn't be stressing about Tohu in this case. Kane Evans comes onto the bench. Josh Curran moves into the seventeen as well. But again, should be only a one to two week thing at most. We move to the Manly side. Jason Saar with a beautiful zero last week keeps his spot. Tommy Trobb is still out for one more week, so wait for him to come back before bringing him in if you're thinking about Tommy Trobb. Morgan Harper in the number four jersey. Again, not going to be an option as he should only be there for the one week with Sully out. Cherry Evans, a bunch of people looking to trade him out. I think that's probably a silly move. He comes up against the Warriors who weren't that great last week either, and I think he'll have a big game again. I'm thinking 70 is my call for Daly. Some people think thinking about bringing him in. That's completely okay. Just remember how many halves we have in our side. We, all, we already already have a fair few halves in our side currently. So, uh, Who else we got? Lucky Croker. He is getting close to a sell if you're looking to, but you can keep him if you like, with Cast doing pretty well off the bench there. Uh, Josh Alloy doing well, but not really an option. So you can definitely play in your side this week. Uh, one more on the Warriors side. Wade Egan. I think he's definitely a hold. Some people were thinking about Trading him out, he's scoring pretty well in the forties to fifties. So keep him until he peaks, and then he can move on from that one. But there you go, guys. That's that game there. Our Panthers and the Raiders teams very much, uh, very much similar on the Penrith side, and fair enough. well would you change anything? They've uh, they've been doing really well, and I suppose uh, same thing for we've been speaking about Linu and, and his owners. Is that he's not going to be losing you money? He might his price rises might slow down unless he gets back into the high thirties to forty. But he's someone that as I said not not going to be losing you money, and you can keep him there in case there's an injury to one of the one of the middle forwards, and he happens to get more minutes during a game, uh, and it can come out and dominate and get a forty to fifty. Or there's an injury in a game, and and that that following game he gets some extra minutes, or he gets a starting job or or something like that. So think about that with Spencer, with Cape. Well, a little bit different for him. I think he's going to be the the type of player that's going to be up and down in his scoring. So, I I believe with him it's going to be against the the worst teams. I don't think he's going to go as well because he needs a few more of the attack uh, the defensive stats. Then and, and seems to really step up in his attack in those games as well, and and is you know very likely to score a good try against one of those teams. And that comes up against the Raiders this week, and I I would expect him to be scoring pretty well. These are types of games where Billy Kikau. Isn't he? Isn't as dominant. Um, he kind of tends to run over a lot of the a lot of the easier sides, which is which is great for them, and, and means a few of the other guys can have a bit of a rest when when he gets all the traffic. So, you know, expect a good game from Cape Ball this week. I think he's going to be the up and down type of scorer. On our Raiders side, Sebastian Chris keeps his spots in the other on the other side with um with Curtis Scott still injured with his ribs. Whiten I think is getting closer to a sell right now with so many good halves. In there, I think you probably don't exactly need him He's, he's not, He hasn't got the upside of a, of a really high level keeper Like a Moses or a Cleary or DC or that um, And he just isn't performing as well With Georgie Williams taking over the majority of the work there In uh, in general play So for him I think he's probably almost a sell Jared Croker, people are asking about him I think you've got to wait till he actually starts playing well And gets back from his injury to pick him up uh, Jordan Rapana, doing really well I think he's a really cool keeper option especially in the centres, but it can also cover the wing fullback as well, so who else we got Mommy mommy on the uh, Panthers side doing really well, I'm not sure if he's a keeper but, and I, I'm expecting a lower score this week, so 34 I'm, I'm, I'm calling out with uh, with Brian Ta'o being one of their clear wing fullback guns so, yeah, know, being a 50 point average scorer so, if you want those guys, please do and uh, we'll move on Titans are nice guys, and before you do that, just please jump into the Discord group. There's a link in the description there. We are we're building the, the people's team really well and, and there's some really good insights from a bunch of good coaches in the top sort of couple hundred in the ranks at the moment, so that would be really helpful for anyone who's interested in that, but please hit that link. Titans and Knights. Brimson, he's getting closer to a sell, but you know, I th- think about the um you know the Sunkoff fallacy or you know, with him he's lost all that money for it already, so you're feeling bad about it, you're like, Oh, I've got to get rid of him, but think about what he's gonna produce from you for you from now onwards. Against a night side that isn't performing as well, he might be able to go well, but I just feel like you'd hate to get rid of him and then he just absolutely kills it and then everyone starts bringing him in because he's bottomed down in price. You know, like Someone like myself is going to be looking at these types of players now that they've dropped in price. So keep that in mind. Jamal Fogarty seems like he's named and looks more likely that it was a cork and not a strain, but we'll have to we'll have to check it out, uh, what's going to happen there. Ash Taylor's in the 21 jersey, so if fogs isn't ready and Taylor is, and they could straight swap him, and I might um I might leave him on my interchange at this stage. We'll see how I go with bugs. Um, Tino, really good week last week. Don't expect the same amount. I wouldn't be trading him back in if you've got rid of him previously, but yeah, hopefully hopefully he does well for those that have him. Fafita's being gone. Peachy's named in thirteen jersey again. If if this if this team stays as it is, I'd expect a better score for Peachy in the forties to fifty. So, trying to stress about him. On our night side, a few different changes. And our man, the sexy Kalimpong, is back in the fullback jersey. Straight slot for Tex Hoy. Connor Watson moves into the six jersey with with Kurt Man injured. Uh, with his, you know with his really bad head knock, which is fair enough. And and Connor's played six for a lot of the first game, and then a part of that third, uh, that fourth game just on the weekend. And and he seems to be scoring well there. He's, he obviously can make still make his tackles, but then you know is out against those the edge players and and you know the edge players and can get some good tackle busts and and some attacking stats there so happy with that for Watson it doesn't really matter as long as he's somewhere close to the middle so he can get tackle and and get some good stats as well the interesting one here is Randall is on the interchange will he take any of Brayley's minutes you wouldn't think so just with, you know with how good Brayley's been playing but it's something to think about my thoughts around it is Brayley would move into the middle when Suasa Su comes off like if you know, or when he's off the field, for example. He can just play in the middle and, and defend like a Mac- Ken McInnes or someone like that did, and Randall can come on it and relieve Braley at dummy half for a little bit uh, just so he can, he can play that full game still. Someone like Josh King's an interesting option. We better talk about him while he's here because I'll have plenty of questions about him. At 318K, he's already obviously gained a fair bit, but let's have a look at his first four games. He got 15 minutes, 24 minutes, 21, and then played 36 minutes which was obviously more minutes than he's been playing normally, um, and obviously scored a try and did really well and had kind of the perfect game. So I'd expect more scores closer to the 20 mark than what he did with a 57. And when he's not at 228 or 240, 250K, I think he's a risk to bring in at this stage for Joshie King. Uh, who else we got there? Brady Jones, no. I want to talk about him. Richie Barnett did okay. Frizz had a little bit of a low game, but don't worry about him. Clem has been named, but uh, coming off uh, that... Bad knee. Oh, they were worried it was, might have been a really bad knee injury, but looks like he'll be okay. But that's enough for that one. Dogs and Storm. Oh, Nick Kotrick If you bought him in, I feel sorry for you. Unfortunately, he's been moved to the to the wing uh, to the wing now in number two jersey. Avery Low comes back for all of us guys that uh, that got rid of him. It turned, from what I read, what I read down here, he actually said he had an ankle injury. Did anyone else know that? We say that really comes back from an ankle injury at five eight. So strange. I didn't know that. Interesting one here is Mr. Luke Thompson and Jack- Josh Jackson come back. We don't see Ogden in the starting side. We see him on the bench, and we see Torpenny, I have to say. Oh, someone corrected me with Torpenny for, for Jackson there. He should be able to get some decent minutes, maybe. like You look at where these minutes are going to come from. There's four forwards on the bench there, and they've got more more forwards in the reserves. Is he going to get those minutes? you got Elliott who's going to play 80, Waddell who can probably play 80, Jackson who's getting pretty much close to 80 minutes, Thompson you expect maybe 40 to 50 in his first game back, and you got Hetherington, you know, he's hitting in that 50 odd minutes. So are there enough minutes for Torpenny, uh, you know, for example, and especially when like Renouf Atoni played pretty well too? you got Torpenny on 271. At this stage, and he's got a, a nice negative break even after his sixty minutes. So the good thing you can see with him is he, you know, forty six tackles, two turnovers, fifty seven meters gain, and a kick defuse. He literally had the perfect game possible. So if he gets thirty minutes, what are you going to expect from him? Like, is he going to get a twenty? Is he going to twenty five? Is he going to thirty? I think he needs to get at least thirty five minutes for him to be worth it, and, and you know he'll make one hundred and fifty k or something like that if you need an edge cover then you could possibly bring him in just, in just in case but for me i just don't see where the minutes come on that team list so what do you, what do you guys think about this one like is Kato- is Katoa going to play 80 minutes like is is one of the like is is going to come in and and cover for some minutes for for Katoa uh, you know who else is going to do it you know when, or is Waddell going to play less minutes? For example, like there's so many questions here, and, and it's really it's going to be annoying to you know if you pick him up and he, and he picks up 20 minutes and he gets 15 points every week, and you, know, you get a couple of quick rises and then nothing. So that that's what I'd be worried about with that one there. On the Storm side, not too much to think about there. Who else we got? Tui on the bench, Nelson in the 13, so it probably won't matter too much. Welch, if you got him, awesome. Bigger one is Harry Grant's in the 21 jersey. So there's a chance that he comes in and plays. And, and with them being sort of in the middle of the round, it's probably a little bit annoying if you're a Brandon Smith-owner. I think you've just got to hold for one more round. Hope that he plays and, you know, Harry Grant's just on there and he'll, he'll come back in next week and you can trade him out. But uh, that's probably the only one on the Storm side. And we'll slide on down to the Roosters and the Sharks. So on the Roosters side, I think it's nothing much changes there at all. So complete straight one to 17 on the shark side, Teague Wilton is there for one more week only, guys. Don't bring him in. Only one more week with Britton DeCore is there. So don't be doing that. Who else have we got? Jesse Ramian comes back, which is good for him, obviously. Um, Townsend should have a bunch more weeks. People, some people are thinking about bringing in Matty Moylan. I don't think it's worth bringing him in now when you've only got a few more weeks of him in the sixth role. Will he go back to one? I don't think he deserves to go back to the one spot. I think William Kennedy's played really well. Does anyone else think the same? Um, so where does he go? So if you're thinking about bringing him in, I don't think so. Kind of Tracy's in the 14 jersey, right? You know, people are like, yeah, bring Tracy in. Woo, got a great score. No, <laughs> don't do it. you got Dugan and Rabian as, a, as your top two centers. So Tracy's going to stink it up on the bench as a utility. Uh, that's all. Yeah, cool. All right, Tigers and Cowboys. Dane Laurie, please don't trade him out. Some people are thinking about it. Don't do it. He's, there's a chance that he's a gun. They're playing the Cowboys. He's going to go nuts. A lot of these guys should. Robert should go well. You'd expect Dewey Brooks to score well. Jacob Little maybe even get a try. Lucy Leulu, I can imagine just going absolutely nuts on that left edge. Alex Twal, yeah, he'll just do what he do what he needs to do. Um, Stefano, can he get three in a row? You know, so just think about these Tigers guys. They're probably gonna have a field day against against the Cowboys. 12 might only do okay, as it you know might be a fair few points, for example. But you know, there's something to to worry about after the fact uh, with the, with the Cowboys. Tamalolo comes back, so again. With him uh, scoring less at the moment you can wait till his price bottoms out to bottoms out a bit and then you can pick him up the only annoying thing here is jensen hasn't been named for anyone who has him so he's in the 20 jersey with uh with cotter masters and clifford so it's uh not a bad little back you know reserves for they can all be starters uh in in that cowboys team at this stage but there you go that's that one there all right last game of the round eels and the Dragons. so Nothing too much changes with the Eels, which can, makes complete sense apart from Madison coming back, and hopefully this week he plays uh, for his health. We hope so. And, and on the Dragon side, Jack Bird comes back into the centers. Adam Clune still remains in that spot, which makes sense as Hunt is still out. On our interchange, Willie Army comes into the 17 role instead of Jackson Ford, who only paid a few minutes anyway, which so that won't change anything in the rotation. So there you go, guys. That's the, uh, that's the update for the week. I hope... Uh, I hope these team lists were good to you, and and some of my analysis helps you out with that. But other than that, we will see you in the next bunch of videos where I go through a certain a certain amount of plays in a little bit more detail, and maybe some options that will come up in in terms of the the questions I'm being asked, and we'll uh, we'll talk about a few of those things. But as I said, guys, hit like, subscribe if you're enjoying these, and we'll see you in the next one.